Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review boy, sorry, The Boys Season 3 right now. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Very important, the part of that description. Damn right. right this was Season 3, as Wayne has just said, uh, on the Amazon Prime Kit series, which was created by Eric Kripke. It stars Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty, Dominic McElliott, Jesse T. Usher, Lars Alonzo, and Chase Crawford. It's eight episodes long. They're all around about an hour or so, give or take, of course. We don't really get any indications on how well these things rate, but ran from between June 3rd and July 8th. We're a little bit behind, but we hope you'll enjoy this little pick-apart of the season, which uh, we both enjoyed, I think, Wayne, to say. Mm. The first two seasons. Yeah. Will season three maintain the quality? Now, uh, good luck on this one, Wayne, but uh, without spoilers, because yeah. we will do that just initially. Yep. And we're going to very quickly get into the spoiler section because we don't, there's, there's too hard to just not spoil things here. What is season three about? Okay, so it takes place like a year after the events of the previous season. For, uh, the story follows the boys now working for Victoria Newman's Bureau of Superhero Affairs to apprehend uh, problematic soups because they're now at peace with the Seven. However, all of the bad shit resumes once Butcher starts to investigate the truth about the apparent death of Soldier Boy, one of Vought's first American superheroes, with the hope of trying to kill Homelander for good. Again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So meanwhile, Homelander goes a bit nuts because he's Homelander, and Vought attempts to restrict his power while the other Seven members, like Starlight and Maeve, assist the boys in their plot against him. Once again... They're trying to kill the, the Homelander. Yeah. All right. Probably, uh, yeah. Don't want to get any more specific cool. than that. Generally speaking, then, Wayne, we'll keep it very general. What do you think of season three? How does it stack up compared to seasons one and two? Well, uh, first of all, I had to totally look up what happened in seasons one and two because I forgot completely, <laughs> right? Uh, so I had to do one of those things. Not the drugs. No, it's not the drugs. Look, I think this, I don't know if this has always been happening or I'm just noticing it more now. They're trying to gross you out more <laughs> in this oh, for season. for sure. They've, so they've they're increased. pushing the envelope. They're like, let's do this thing. And you're like, what? So there's that. And that and that element of it is probably something that does set this show apart from others. It's like quite happy to do some whack shit. Agreed. Um, so that's fine. Lots of dick. Lots of dick on the show. Now, um, if you're an equal opportunity nudist, yep. then you'll be very pleased by the boys season three. That you will, that you will, and I'm very happy with all the Billy Joel that still plays. It's not as show. hard as season two. No, was, it was it? all about that on season yeah. two, which is something I liked. But this is, I think, ba- the the sh- look. It was good. It was good. I was interested the whole time. Homelander continues to be the best thing about oh, the show. Anthony Star Anthony Starr is a fucking legend. Is well named. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, he is really, really good at that, and. I think overall, very generally, I actually laughed a bit more in this one. I don't know what it is, but um, the gags landed quite well in this one. The characters are more well-rounded because they're obviously like two seasons to grow. Yep. Uh, And so now that everyone's got a similar kind of like, uh, I don't know, they're fully formed, it it can just really go every way it wants to. And it often does. Very sexual this season. Very sexual. Sexual. So I guess that's good. I mean, it's a show. What are you going to do? A few things that I did not expect, which happened. Which right, hold on okay, to that well yep, for yep. spoilers. But overall, yeah, it's a tick. This is a good. This is a good show still. All right, fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. As for me, what could this possibly mean? This season's great. Great. Very good. I've got one major complaint, mm-hmm. arguably two, and one of them you've already touched on with your backhanded kind of yep. discussion. Yep, is we're a little bit exactly where we were to some degree. But, totally. but, but, we'll, we'll hold that. Go on, go say on, anything go more on. Than that. The other one is definitely a spoiler, so I can't say anything more than that. Okay. But in terms of 
how well made this show is, how good it looks, how excellent the performances are led by Anthony Starr mm-hmm. as Homelander. But there's not a weak link in this cast. There's no one who just go, ooh, what are you doing in this? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Every, no... even, even the big guest star they had come in this season, I thought, occupied that role really well. I think it's well shot. I think the gore is spectacular. The special effects that depict all that, second to none for a TV show. Okay. So, And I think it's a really sharp satire of the superhero genre, which is what the original Boys comics was. But also, this season really lends itself to being a, a bit of a satire of American kind of politics. Oh, does it ever? And I think it does it really well. So, like, hee, hee, hee. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. Not, not huge laughter and guffaws and rolling on the floor, but like, ooh, clever. It's well because done. the truth is so fucking dour. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is really accurate. And unfortunately, it's not that much of a satire. It's really... I don't know if it's easy sitting here in Australia to snipe, but absolutely it is. Undeniable, that's what they're going for, and I think they hit the mark. And that's what the sign of good filmmaking or TV show making in this particular case is: you aim for something and you hit it. And I think they hit it consistently. Not not every single time and every single moment, but enough to say big, big, huge tick. Well, some of the things they try for here are actually quite like touchy feely. It would be easy to fuck it up, but they didn't. They didn't fuck it up. I did a little bit of research yeah. about the difference between the TV show and the comics because I've never read the comics. Me neither. I've heard that they're very, very good. I know Cade from our previous network, Comic Confidential Network, mm-hmm. he's a huge fan of the boys' mm. comics. And so I'm like, oh, well, what have they done differently here? And it's seemingly the choices that Eric Kripke and Co. have made yeah. to the TV series have really, according to most of the articles I've read about this, have absolutely improved upon the original version so they've Always good. given depth to characters that are the very one note in the comic so for example Annie or Starlight mm-hmm. is just Huey's girlfriend in, who happens to have superpowers whereas she's an integral part of this of this season all the seasons but this one in particular really yeah so which is I think is a great choice no it's good and, and even Butcher apparently in the comics is He's just rage personified and there's no depth to him. But mm. the show is trying to give him a totally. bit of depth to explain why he's the way that he is and why yes. he makes his hard calls. So it just seems like, again, haven't read the comics, so apologies to those who have out there. It seems like they're trying to go a bit more of a well-rounded, more well-developed route, which is unusual because normally TV adaptations will, will take the very short line, Game of Thrones, straight through to the, the easy conclusion. True, but I think when you're when you're trying to keep people entertained for an hour, interested in an hour, you haven't got a choice but to make your characters more relatable or at least more full than than say a comic panel. Once a, you know, yeah, but I mean, you know, you read a comic. I don't know how long it takes to read a particular issue. I think it was seventy two issues, to give or take, of the boys with a few offshoots here and there, whatever yeah, else. So okay. yeah, there's and I, from what I can tell, we're only about halfway through the comic run. So. Yeah, there's, there's still a lot of content here left to, to mine. If that's the choice that they choose. Is there to make? Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's enough as far as I'm concerned for non-spoilers. Big approval. If you're on board already, you're on board and you're watching this show. If you're not I'd, and you, you have a non-sensitive disposition, I'd encourage you to give it a bash. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. But if you're like, ooh, gore and blood and guts if and you don't like- sexualized <laughs> shit, don't bother. Let me ask you this. Is it uh, season three compared to the other two seasons? Where does it rank? Where does it rank? I think it's better than season two. Yeah, I'm not sure it's better than season one because that was new and exciting and very, very different and hard to overcome. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, probably just shy of season. You know, it was season two had that horrendous uh, Nazi girl character. Yeah, and it was almost hard to watch because of her. Uh, That's the only thing that dragged it down. She got fucked up and everything, so that's great. But yeah, I agree. All right. Um, Okay, that's our non-spoiler review of 
The Boys Season 3. Let's uh, stick around on the other side of Jack to find out what we think about the plot lines. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is that Homelander has become very Donald Trump-esque. Oh, dude, it is so an avatar for Trump. <laughs> and the, the followers there are like Oh, saying, my God. It's just like blindly following the dumb shit he I'm says. I'm just going to jump to the very end, the very end of the season when yeah. I say this, okay? So you've been warned, spoilers. When he lasers that kid, that dude's head off who threw something, hit Ryan, his son, and there's Everyone this pause. long 30-second pause and it's, it's uh, Mother's Milk's ex-wife's new partner who just starts going, yeah, 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 and then everyone starts clapping and cheering. I'm like, oh my God. That, I mean, and that's where it's like, I mean, it had the impact it's supposed to have, but it is absolutely, if you're external to the American system like we are, it does seem a little bit. That's a very extreme example of the, of of how it looks over here. Not to not to you know. It is an extreme example. Trump never lasered anyone's head off, but Trump did a lot of shit, which just had us absolutely scratching our heads over here. And if you're a Trump supporter, and, and look, we don't want to get too political. Sorry, yeah, here. yeah. Sorry about that. I've actually got a, a Facebook friend who is a massive Trump supporter. Not a huge surprise. She's from Texas. Um, but she's she's. Um, Shout out to all our Texas <laughs> listeners. I love you, Texan listeners. I actually love Texas. I've been there a couple times. Um, <laughs> No, but she's very one-eyed. And to be fair, all of her other Texan friends do shit on her a bit. But literally, he can do no wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And so that's, I think, the, pu- the angle they're pushing here. And it's amazing. Like, just that. But it's but the way they do it on the show is so, you're right, tongue-in-cheek, where it's like, here's what we're doing. And here's the version of that. And here's how it's like, I don't know. It's kind of cool that they were able to pull it off like that. So I, I agree completely. What I'd like to go is come back to the very first episode. Yeah, sorry. Episode. I, I jumped right ahead there. No, no, please. Yeah, play, the way this show opens. Dude. Do tell. <sighs> Who wants someone inside the dick hole, Paul? <laughs> Who does, all right? Every time, like, you, the, the, this opening scene where someone, the, the two superheroes or whatever, there's a guy who can shrink down like the fucking Ant-Man. What? And then no. He voluntarily goes inside someone's dick hole, and the owner of the dick hole is like, oh, yeah, baby. Dude. Let me tell you something about dudes, okay? Anything you want to do to our dick has a lot to do with the tip, the outside, and under the ball sack. No okay. one wants something in your urethra. Well. Oh, who does, Paul? There's, there's, Which guy does that? There's some porn out there, Wayne. Take some stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, I've not come across it. <laughs> what the, what the uh, hell? No, no. I disagree. No. <laughs> Listen, no. there's not a man on the planet. Whose, whose heart doesn't shrink can at I the term please, catheter, okay? Yeah, can I just be very clear here? Not into this, just saying it does exist. I dis- I don't accept this. All right, look, that's just horrendous. <laughs> we found Wayne's limit, ladies and gentlemen. He will eat all the asses. Oh, he'll happily eat an ass. In fact, we can just go to the tape. <laughs> Fuck off. Eat my ass! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eat all <laughs> the asses, man. Whatever. Yes, I pain, all right? That's- but when it comes to anything going anywhere near his... Dickhole. I dare say to you, every dude out here is cringing right damn now, okay? So here, oh, this is funny. This might be the the, the, the thing, Paul. Like, you can't stand anal anything, no. but you're quite happy to talk no, about no, things in your pee hole. <laughs> it, it, makes, it makes my balls shrink up. But look, uh-huh. you know, whatever floats your boat, as long as it's consensual, in this case it was consensual, what wasn't consensual, Until... it was the sneeze. Dude. And then so he literally, little man, explodes. Or, Inside the guy's cock hole. Yeah. <laughs> Jumps back to normal size, and the guy he's in disintegrates into blood and gore. That was just wackadoodle do. Um, yeah, that I mean, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was. I mean, and you know what? If you think to yourself, 
Because if you're the writer, right? You're like, hey guys, what if this dude, what if we do a superhero orgy where a dude goes into another dude's. Was that dick? even an orgy? I think it was just. Oh, no, just, no, just no. Hero Gasm like, was later. Hero Gasm was later. like yeah. episode six or something like that. I so. think I was just so shocked. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> right? So there's that. Billy Zane. Where was Billy Zane? Isn't Billy Zane in this? Was he? I'm sure I saw a Billy Zane cameo. And I've also written here Charlize Theron. Yes, Charlize Theron was early on. Oh, Where did yeah. she go to? Charlize Theron was playing whatever in whatever. Hollywood version of the seven, right? Oh uh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Which I have the vaguest recollection of. Yeah, so. may- maybe I should check on that Billy Zane thing, but I'm sure I saw Billy Zane turn up. You're quite correct, Wayne. He appeared in the Only Man in the Sky. Yeah, there you are. So, um, uh, th- not without my dolphin. Was he playing? Was he playing the deep? Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> and it was a, it was an odd camera. Not like, without my dolphin. Shit. Like you said, the cacks are pretty good. In this oh scene. yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, that they actually go the whole way with the Aquaman slash the deep fucking oh animals, fucking sea animals and shit. Like god damn. I suppose that's that scene where he's trying to convince his wife to have a threesome with, with the, the octopus. octopus, and initially she gives it a bash, and then when the octopus is going down on the deep, she's like, I "Can't do this. I just can't." No fucking way, <laughs> man. He thinks you're hot. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, look, that's funny. It's funny as shit. But it's still, it's that's, that's the thing about this show. It is these uncomfortable, funny things where you're like, oh my God. That, okay, what do you think of the fact that Butcher is taking soup juice now? Well, that was an interesting plot line as well. And from what I understand, again, from reading these articles, in the comics, they've always taken V. Oh. So it's like their only way to level the playing field. So there's not the same moral quandary that there was, there is about it in the show. That, you hmm. know, that's what once you work out there's this temporary V soup material, but yeah, you take it. Okay. Like we're becoming what we beheld, you know? Yeah. And you that's see an Kevin Costner line from the untouchables. And I am content that I've done right. Yeah. But in this one, there's, there's a consequence, which he fucks you up. And he finds out that it will kill you. If you take enough doses of this mm-hmm. thing. And so butcher again, showing his depth and a little bit more than just, I'm all about killing Homelander and any soup that gets in my way. He knocks Huey out and stops him from taking it. Yeah, again. but he didn't, Okay, let's talk about this, all right? So, Butcher finds out that soup juice will kill you, Mm -hmm. and then she says, make sure you tell fucking Dennis, right? And then Dennis Dennis? comes... Is that what's your name? Isn't it Huey? Yes, it's Huey. I don't know why I said Dennis. (laughs) I want to say Dennis. That's your middle name. No, that's because his dad is Dennis Quaid. That's what it is. (laughs) No, his dad's fucking um, Shaun of the Dead. Simon Pegg. No, but the actor's dad is Dennis Quaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Huey. He comes in the room and says, tell Huey. Okay, fine. Here he comes in. What's up, man? Let's go get some more soup juice. Fine. And then he knocks him out later on. Did he change his mind? He was going to happily let him do it. What the? This is weird. That's a weird. That was a weird thing. I suppose they gave it an ending to the show. Oh my God, is he a bad guy? And then he knocks him out. Well, it gives him, it gives Huey a reason to be like, oh, no, Butch is not all bad. And, and sort of defends him in those moments, which I, again, the intricacies in the boys is another good moment in this season. Something I probably should have said in the on opening non-spoiler section is I think they really develop the lesser boys in this season. Yes, I would Particularly, agree. Particularly, uh, MM and Frenchie gets a little bit of that's true. You know, so we they're, they're starting to to feel a bit more authentic rather than just sort of foils for Butcher and, and Huey. Yes, Huey and has one Kumiko? line. Is it Kumiko? Is that- Kumiko? Yeah, I think so. Name. So we get a little bit more about. So she loses her powers when she gets zapped by Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. and then her grappling with that and realizing, no, I need my powers. I thought the powers are corrupting me. No, it's the powers just do whatever it is to the person who has them. So Starlight would be a good example. She's yep. a morally good human being and so even though she's got the power of the sun or light whatever in her whatever, yeah, yeah. she can still be a good human being mm. so she wants it back gets the, the blue dose back and off she goes again 
Yeah. So that means that, and I'm not sure quite how that works as opposed to V, if you were brought up having soup juice or whatever, and now you can get it back if you lose it. Who knows how that works? But speaking of like the characters becoming more, coming into their own, there's a line that uh, Huey has where he walks in and he's a bit beat up and Mother's Milk says to him like, oh, what's with your hand? You've been jacking off razor blades? And he goes, you should see the other guy. The other guy's my penis. <laughs> I fucking laugh my ass off at that shit. <laughs> so, you know, that's quite a thing. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing to see for Homelander finally snap in this in this show. Like not say finally, but he finally he snaps a lot. But like, well, in the first season, he destroys a whole plane full of people, which is what sets Maeve on a collision. But that was like he him. just didn't interfere. He didn't destroy it. The, no, plane no. Go- the plane was going down. He just didn't save it. Well, he couldn't see. Yeah, he does. I think he did zap a couple of people who come running at him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's always been a piece of shit. Yes, but like he wouldn't have gone up and said, "I'm going to take out that plane." Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, well, so there's no reason for him to go up and take out that plane. When he kills people, that's it's. In his own warped mind, it's for a reason. He doesn't just go ballistic to kill people. He threatens to do so. He yeah. says that to Annie, like, mm, what do you think happens if you do this and I can just go ballistic? That's the thing about that character, right? He's like, first of all, yes, Anthony started like, almost snapping, then snapping, then coming back. He's going back and forth between being... And we nuts. also see his vulnerability this season, like when he's standing in the mirror and we see the, the, the part of him that holds himself in contempt and like, oh my God, dear God, this That's guy... Way better. Is nailing the fuck out of this role. Mm. Like I think Kevin Smith, you were telling me a couple of weeks ago that Kevin Smith is calling for him to be nominated for an Emmy. He wasn't. It's a travesty. Absolutely. Just because this is about fucking superheroes and it's a sci-fi fantasy fucking comic book show, why are we not rewarding great performances? Because this Paul, is a great fucking performance. Because it's not about the war, Paul. It's not what? one of the critics always do shit about fuck the Holocaust. Fuck you, critics. And, fuck everyone who doesn't think this is a great I agree. performance. So you know, I mean, is the Academy arguably doing sh- arguably the best? Television performance that I've seen, and I haven't watched Better Call Saul, so sorry, all those people. And I haven't watched Succession, and I haven't watched fucking Utopia or Euphoria or whatever it is with with Zendaya. But of the shows I watch, Mm. no one is more captivating than Anthony Starr. I agree. And you know what's weird? They actually showed him naked finally. Now, I'll tell you why that's important, Paul. Well, it's important to Wayne's jack-off routine. Yes, of course it is. No, here's the thing. So Anthony Starr has said this in interviews and stuff, and it's obvious from the show that all of his muscles are actually in the suit. They're actually in the suit, right? So... You see that all the time. That's why up till now, even when he was jacking off at the end of a building in the last season, you, he still had his suit on because so you could see his muscles, oh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. But now, in this He's one, they showed it. No, he hasn't. He's oh. still skinny as fuck, if you ask me. And, I, I um, don't really remember that scene. If you well, he's just he's in the couch naked, right? And so the the girl, the PR girl walks in and says, oh, my God, look at him. Oh, right? yes. And yeah. you can see that his muscles aren't like that. So I'm like, does this Ashley, mean yeah. that we're supposed to, as audience members, know that his muscles are... I don't know. I don't know what that was. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting, oh, look at that shit. So that's something. Let's talk about Noir. Yes. So we get his backstory and they finally. flesh him out. So you finally know what the story is of Noir, why he doesn't speak and all the rest of that shit. And then this sort of Chuck E. Cheese cartoon characters who are his conscience and are, you know, going guiding him back through the reasons why he is yeah, what he is. Yeah, that was an interesting what thing. What did you think of that choice? Um, Look, I guess it brought some color to the actual literally. show, literally. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, <laughs> but like it's it's a, it's a new element. I tend to not really care for like superimposed animation as as a It's rule. very cheap. It's very cheap, but it's also. I, mean, I think it, deliberately. I don't. I think it's yeah, a it was deliberate. Choice. It, they, there wasn't a cutback or anything. It wasn't like a you know decision, but like budgetary. But like at this stage, you've never heard Noir talk. So then, when you see the flashback of him talking to home uh, to Soldier Boy, and he's just a normal guy. That's already a lot of stuff. But then to see him have this, the character, I'm not sure what the point of that was. Like, it's one thing to have an angel and devil on your shoulder kind of thing. But I didn't see I why. Think it was just to flesh was... out his character. To make, like, here's but the, why is, here's he, the why background is he seeing to cartoons, noir. Here's a, here's a guy who lived in 
in mystery. He's an enigma for the first two seasons of the show. Mm. Here is why he is the way that he is, and now he's dead. And this is the one death the show commits to. That was I, that was very surprising that they killed him. Well, because it was Homelander. It wasn't even Soldier Boy. It wasn't the boys. It nope. was Homelander. Yep. So his supposed best mate. Not quite sure I bought that. Because he killed him because he didn't tell, tell him, him about, about Soldier Boy. Yeah. What he did to him. And I'm like... But why would you need to? Because, well, this is the thing. I think Oh, this... no, he, he acknowledged he knew that he was yes. his son. Yeah. But I think okay. this speaks more to the, 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 the how nuts Homelander is as opposed to like, oh my God, he killed this guy. So... I mean, again, yeah, maybe you need to dust some. Here's the thing: if you're gonna, if you're an actor who'd never showed his face until now, and then you kill that character off, that's okay for that actor. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't think the actor's gonna be too. I mean, I'm sure he would be upset yeah, because he was probably making how much making per exactly. episode. However, it speaks to the point that you were making earlier on. This show, as good as it is, hmm. in terms of its central premise, the boys trying to take down Vort, hmm. and by extension of that. Vought's biggest hero, Homelander, mm-hmm. they've gone nowhere. Yes, that's so. The problem, once yeah. again, we get this big battle. It's good. It's exciting. It's entertaining. I had read or seen a meme before I watched the last episode, unfortunately, which told me that Homelander and Butcher would both survive. So I was a bit like, ah. I agree completely. Now, this is the thing. I'm sitting there watching the show going, if they finally kill Homelander here, then that's actually going to be... It might be the end of the show. It might not. I imagine it would because Homelander is still the best thing about this show. I, I don't think it'd be, it had they killed Homelander at that point. And clearly, that doesn't gel with what happens in the comics and whatever else. But if they did, that's not the fight against Vort done. It's not. It's but Vort. It's, it's the boys versus Vort. That's the overall thing. It's just the Homelander is has become the head of Vort thanks to the machinations of, through this season. But it wouldn't surprise me if they're whatever the metrics this TV station does knows that Homelander is the reason people watch. Oh well, one of the main like reasons, you and I'm sure. Absolutely, draw card. When you when you nail him out of the show, what? Or happens how about then? this? And again, I know this is not the way the comics go. How about Homelander kills Butcher and the boys have to re fucking uh, orientate? Well, it looks like exactly and. That, uh, the, yeah, like you said, the problem is I thought they were actually going to kill Homelander because they had this great this shot with Soldier Boy being the one guy who probably could kill him, right? But Soldier Boy's not dead. Again. What? Like Stork, no, You're not dead? No, he got loaded into this thing with the, the big breathing apparatus on his face. I thought he blew both, up on no, the way. Both he and Maeve survived that explosion. I'm saying my biggest complaint about this show is not that we're, we're spinning wheels and we're basically back to where we started. It's that it shows very few balls for a show that's so hyper-violent, that's so... Happy to kill off third area, not even secondary, third area characters in a blink of an eye and show the waste that people without morals with superpowers can have. Somehow, all these major players are still standing. Noir accepted. Yeah. A couple of the things around the show that I didn't necessarily think worked was that, for example, when Starlight, like Huey says to Starlight, You've got to play along to do whatever so that you can so that we can get to these guys. And then Homelander just springs on her. Oh, hey everyone, Homelander, we're, Starlight, we're together. We're together. And then she kisses. I'm like, why'd she do that? She didn't have to. She could have not played along with that, and still, you know, like she wouldn't. She, that didn't solidify her position that much because he still didn't trust her. So I was yeah. like, mm, that didn't play quite so well. I got a little bit tired of Huey being like pissy about being not as powerful as his girlfriend. Like. You've just signed up. You, you love a woman who's extremely powerful. Fucking roll with it. Yeah, man. I she's mean, hot as, she's way hotter than you are, mate. That's right. You're punching above your league. Well, I think that's what that whole thing was. She's when, super intelligent. She's brilliant. She's got morals. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Well, when he took the soup juice yep. 
and then he was like tripping out on the power of it. I think that's what that was about. He's like he was already feeling inferior. They gave him a reason to do the soup juice. Then he goes and busts some asses and all be naked. And then <laughs> uh, and then he's like getting tripped. Like he's kind of getting addicted to it. And that's when you find out, oh, the soup juice actually kills you. Then Butcher makes the decision for yep. him to get him off it. And then and we find out at the end of the season, of course, that Butcher now has a limited lifespan. I'll be interested to see whether the show follows through on that or whims out. All right. So I think then that the next season has to be the last one then. Surely, Yana. Like, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> it's Random a, deep it's cut. A stupid deep cut joke. Fast forward. From Australia. Yeah, it's a stupid one. I mean, I thought this was the last season. Until I Did said, you? Well, because Homeland has to die, right? Oh, so I thought. Does he? I don't know. This is the kind of show which, well, given Garth Ennis' hatred for all super-powered super people or whatever, I assume Homelander will die. He has in to die comics, next season. Otherwise, we're in the same goddamn spot. I know. Something you know has mean? to change. This show has to commit now. And like, and I, I can see a future for the boys beyond Homelander dying, but I can't see how you can continue to tread water and find a way for Butcher and he to continue to live. In fact, what they're setting up, very intriguingly, is maybe Ryan could be the next generation bad guy now because Butcher fucked up so bad with him yeah, the kid hates that it him. drove him to Homelander. But then the show was to age like fucking 20 years or something. I mean, well, probably only seven or eight years, you know? Yeah, but then Butcher's toast by then, right? So, well, presumably, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it's true. All right. So a couple of things that I wanted to bring out here. Uh, Mad About You is in here, Paul Reiser. And um, he's... Oh, yeah, that was good. He was Joel Silver. Now, he is fucking hilarious because all he does is talk about his glory days oh and banging, sne- banging yeah, different sneaking hot in women about, yeah, I banged all these fucking yeah I banged so this girl I banged that girl <laughs> if you're wondering what the Patreon feed is <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely not that uh, but that was what was funny he's this like aging producer guy who just can't stop bragging on women yeah. he banged who were famous, right? Which is, I just laughed every time he said that. Yeah, he was good. Um, having just, just seen him in Stranger Things as well. In I know. a very different role. It's I good to see having a Paul Reiser. Because I used to think Paul Reiser was Paul Reiser. You know, Mad About You, very That's similar true. to Burke from Aliens. My two dads. Yep. My two dads. <laughs> so he's doing something different here, which is good. I like to see these old guys coming back, you know? It's like, okay, cool. Um, there was... Uh, what did you think of the dance number, Paul? There was a dance number in the hospital. With Kumiko. And, yeah. And, yeah. I didn't have a problem because it was because it had context. Yes, because in her he- it was all in her head. I thought it went a bit long. Kimiko, sorry, I'm saying Kimiko. 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 Yeah. Yes. A uh, bit long. A bit long. Bit long. Yeah. All right. Um, I did enjoy uh, Seth Rogen's jackoff scene. Well, <laughs> 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 like, hey, it's Seth Rogen, and he's like, oh. do you reckon Seth Rogen has a bet with all his other acting mates? How many times do you think I can be jerk off on screen? Jerk off on screen. <laughs> If I was before him, I someone would... fucking notices, I reckon. I reckon if I was him, I'd be. Someone has noticed Seth. Fucking stop it. <laughs> but let's talk about Soldier Boy. Now yeah, the 80s, yeah, we, we 80s wrap throw... it up with this. Yeah, 80s throwback thing with him is very cool because he's like an evil Captain America. Is what the way yeah, I look. They're, at they're really hard yeah. pushing that. Yes, which is like really cool. I'm like, oh, okay, well that I actually really liked. So I, I say I like that character. The inclusion of him was not out of place. I think what he's trying to say here is. Well, no, I shouldn't speak for you, but I like Jensen Ackles in this role. Yeah, he did a good Very job. Very good. He did a good job. He's and just got that perfect level of, I mean, he's obviously a beautiful man hmm. and this smart. He's kind of the, the flip side of, of Chris Evans, right? So totally. if you put Chris Evans, as we just saw him in The Grey Man with a shit-ass mustache yep. or, or a five-day shadow and made him be evil, that's probably Jensen Ackles. Yes, that's a good point. And I think, yeah, you're right. He did do a great job. Something that I wanted to call out, though, is like, do you remember when Gal Gadot, at the beginning of the pandemic, did this stupid Imagine video where she got all of her famous friends to sing Imagine on... Fortunately, I do not. 
Dude, it was the saddest, dumbest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> Literally, the whole point of the video was like, oh, I guess we're all going to live because Gal Gadot is hot. It was shit. All right, it was shit. They piss, They take the piss out of it here. Oh, is that what... That's what that thing was. So when they, they're cutting to all these people, famous people singing, like, imagine shit. Because that was the dumbest thing a celebrity has done in recent years. <sighs> you should totally look it up because it's so cringeworthy. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> So that was there. Um, there's some Bill Cosby jokes in there. That's how funny it yeah, is. Yeah, there was. Man, he made some strong drinks. Hilarious. Hilar- but not funny. But hilarious. <laughs> Biting satire again. So, I, I again, I, as much as we're complaining about, or I'm complaining about the fact that we've kind of spun our wheels to the point that, yes, we've got whatever the headache's bloody woman is now. She's going to be running for VP and mm. Butch has set her, his sights on her for the fourth season. And yeah, the, the the boys have developed and whatever. We seem to be back in the same place. Butcher and the boys versus Homelander. That's the biggest knock on the show. Yep. It needs, ironically, to grow some balls and kill some major characters. I really think to elevate this show to be great, to be exceptional. Yeah. One question. Maeve Pounds Butcher. Has that happened before? Did I no, miss about it? That was a, that That's was, a new thing? Yeah. Up until that point, she'd been celebrating. Well, she was with Homelander. And then turns out she had a girlfriend, so she's bi. That's yeah. fine. And then she pounds Butcher in that moment, and then she's back with her girlfriend. Yeah. And that seems to be the end of her character. There's her out. She's finished now. Everyone thinks she's dead. Ashley deletes the video, which was a nice moment because Ashley, I'm like, oh, her character. I thought she was put upon, and she's just terrified of homeland. She's just trying to survive. Then she becomes president of Vought when Giancarlo Esposito is out the door. Mm-hmm. That was a turn I didn't see coming. I didn't see that coming. Why would you get rid of the greatest villain actor on TV in the last 15 years? But they have. Mm. And I thought, oh, she's becoming really bad. Nope. There's a moment there where she redeems herself just a little bit. She's that's such a weird character, that one though. Very well played. Great actor. Great actor. Colby Maniffy. Okay. Excellent performance as well. Again, I don't think there's a bad performance in this show. You're right. Everyone's doing a great job here. So, So, look, anyway, great show. I'm all on board with the boys. I'm very keen. And they've obviously announced season four. So, this show will continue. I'm sick of Homelander not getting killed, though. I've got to tell you that. Yeah, I think we agree. We agree on that front. Homelander needs to die or something needs to happen to really propel that major narrative. We can't have 32 episodes of the same We're just trying to kill this guy. We're just trying to kill this guy. We're just trying to give a very long bow comparison. Buffy defeated the big bad at the end of every season or. Or something happened to yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, a good, it needs to it's move time on. to move on. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's our review of the boys. Other than of course to give a final score, Wayne, what are you going to do? Eighty. Yeah. That's exactly it's what I, I show. had it as eighty two. Yeah. Eighty two. So great show. Despite that that big complaint, but it's relatively small compared to everything else. The boys season three. We're not converting if you're not already on board, but if you have listened this far, I think you'll agree. Great show. Damn right. So that's our review of The Boys Season 3. Uh, let us know what you thought, and you can do so via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Check out thecountdownpodcast.com, our website for all things countdown related, and follow us on Podbean, where we host the show, and the Facebook community link is in the show notes to get involved in the conversation about this show and indeed all other film and television related things, as well as things that Wayne sticks in his anus, apparently. <laughs> uh, that information is free. <laughs> And that's it from us. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been the Soundboard. All of your arguments are like, like my Wayne's asshole, asshole, man. Oh, thank you. Very much. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.